Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You can text us on the Egger Snyder and Associates fan text line at 412-928-9370. Egger Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Craig Riley back here with you on Bucko Talking, one of my favorite times of the week as we go out to the lines and welcome in our Pirates insider here at the fan, Jason Mackey, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette Pirates beat writer. And Jason, you know that I have been a, I don't know what word I want to use for this, a Mitch Keller detractor for a while, calling for him to go to AAA. I mean, you can phrase it however you want, but I was impressed by what I saw from him last night. Reading what I did from what you wrote about him and seeing that he backed it up with a performance that said maybe this is a different version of Mitch, that has me hopeful that this may finally be the time where he turns the corner and starts to show us the player we think he could be. Is that your takeaway from last night's game? Craig, I don't know if I've ever been more encouraged by a Mitch Keller outing than I was after what he did last night. I thought it was absolutely outstanding for the reasons that you talked about. You know, he said what he said in that argument with me, and I'm glad he said it. I thought he was spot on with everything. And I think, you know, just a couple of quick takeaways before I get into the main point, but, like, I really like Mitch Keller. I think he's a smart kid. I think he's a good kid. I think he does things the right way. I think he's a model citizen. All of that stuff, tremendously talented. I think he is guilty of overthinking some things sometimes. I think he did this. And finally, whatever caused it, he seemed to just sort of let that go. And then he says what he says in the article, backed it up. And the way he pitched last night, it's repeatable. It's smart. It's within his ability. I just, I loved what I saw last night. How much credit? does Oscar Marine deserve? Because that's always like the weird part of figuring out, did a guy fix something or did the team have a say in it? How much credit do you give him and, I mean, the staff overall for getting Mitch to this point? And not that I think he's a finished product. I still have to see more of it. But at least the fact that, like you said, there are tangible differences from him last night and the starts we saw from him prior to say maybe this is a different version. Yeah, I mean, I I can't put a percentage on it. I mean, sure, there's going to be some that, Oscar Marine, there's going to be some that's Joel Hanrahan. Um, the bulk of it should be Mitch Keller. And I, he got himself into this mess, and he got himself out of it. I give you know, Derek Shelton credit, Ben Sherrington credit. Like, somebody eventually realized, like, look, what we're doing here isn't working. This might be a hard decision, but it's the right decision. And you know, anybody who saw that last Keller Zoom call, um, and it honestly might have been that last answer that convinced everybody, because to that point, Shelton was kind of 
resistant to the idea of him maybe going to the minor leagues. Now, I, I understand that's what he's saying publicly versus what private conversations might be, but, you know, they, they deserve credit for, um, you know, sort of reversing course here. But I, I can't stray too far from the point that this is Mitch Keller. And again, people are going to put an asterisk on this because it's just one start, and, and they should, and that's totally fair. But, like, say this continues, I, I, I just give Mitch a lot of credit for realizing maybe what some of his weaknesses are and overcoming them. How many starts do you think it'll take before people start to believe in Mitch? Do you think there's a number to it? Like, if he finishes out the rest of the season and looks essentially like he did last night and a little bit worse, he's not going to pitch that well every time out. Do you think if he finishes the year pitching that well, people will go into next season thinking, okay, Mitch Keller might have figured it out? Yeah, I I was thinking about that last night. I mean, I would hope so. Um, I don't think he'll convince everybody, even if he finishes the season going bananas i think people will still say i hey, would well, only you know do that for a whole season you know like <laughs> he pitched the way he did last night somebody's screaming at me on twitter like yeah let's see him do that for three seasons like are you kidding <laughs> just let the, let the kid enjoy it out and for crying out loud but um I, I think it will sway or start some momentum in that direction um but i still i still don't think people will believe it i, I think they will have to see it over a longer period of time. And I, I don't think that's fair. I mean, I think it's fair to look at Mitch right now and say he's been tremendously inconsistent and needs to do it for more than one start before anybody believes in it. That's reasonable. But, you know, if he finishes the season like this, I, it, sadly, I don't think it'll convince everybody. Talking with our Pirates insider here at the fan, Jason Mackey on Bucko Talk. And, Jason, I, I'm intrigued by Yoshi Susugo, and not in a way it's like, oh, this guy's going to kill it for the Pirates. But, the idea that if they could figure something out with him seems intriguing to me. He's a free agent after this year, so you don't know that they'll have him back. There's obviously not a huge market for him the way the Pirates were able to acquire him. But what do you think the Pirates' long-term plans are for him? Because, I mean, I don't know if there's enough time left in this season to say one way or the other that he is not worth it next year or worth it because it'll be a small sample. Do you think the Pirates would like to make to have him around again next year at the major league level as a potential piece of this team? Yeah, I think they, you know, for the short term, Craig, I think they like his ability to play first and the outfield. You know, kind of a tweener backup, basically kind of what they hoped Philip Evans would be but was not. Um you know, when you're taking a chance on a guy with probably more upside than Philip Evans, frankly, I mean, I think we got a good picture of what Evans is. Um, as far as going forward, it is weird to me that he's going to be a free agent after this season. We've seen them largely target guys with team control. And Tutsugo, because of his deal, you know, two years, $12 million in like the posting system in Japan or whatever, they don't have any ability to retain him outside of re-signing him. Now, if he plays well the rest of the year i could see that deal making sense i think next season they they will need to fill out their major league roster with competent players um they're also going to need to fill out their roster with competent players who are flexible and you could demote if necessary um because you don't want to create a log jam at certain spots you know and what i mean by that is like if cal mitchell comes along if travis swaggerty comes along if canon smith and jigba comes along let's say they want to move O'Neill Cruz to the outfield. Completely realistic there. Like you, you don't want to screw yourself by having too good of a player on the bench, um, or you know you just want to make sure that you can play your young guys. And I think Tsutsugo, I will say this that you know he would be comfortable in that role in any sort of role. Um, 
at least as of now. You know, if he produces and goes bonkers, maybe he plays his way out of Pittsburgh. But I, I could see it. All right, you mentioned the types of guys that could be pushing for playing time last year, and that's really what I wanted to spend some time talking with you about now with MLB Pipeline updating their rankings for the Pirates system and the top 100 in baseball. Henry Davis, uh, no surprise, the Pirates' number one prospect now, an ETA of 2024. That Do you think that's when we would first see him, or are you thinking there's more of a potential fast track? Because I, I know it's only six games as a pro, but I'm like falling in love with this guy already. <laughs> you have, man. I feel like you've gone down the aisle. And that's okay. I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I, there's a lot to like about him. Um, I would be surprised if he's not here before 2024. Okay. Um, I, I feel like that's a conservative timeline. Um, you figure he's doing well at high A, and let's just spitball and say he continues to do well at high A. Like, he could go up to double A next year, you know, and, and – assuming no stalls, nothing like that. Like he could be in triple a in 2023 and could be like, I don't, I don't see any of that is too big. He's their top prospect. He's a college kid. He's very mature, works his butt off. Like foreseeing that timeline, you're, you're almost like baking in some sort of stall and development by saying 2024. I mean, I, I, I get that it's, you know, probably on the conservative side and you're not going to put something out there like expecting to rush him, but just like, from, from getting to know him a little bit, from watching him, from talking to people about him. Like, there, there's no fly in the ointment or wh- whatever you want to say. Like, there's, there's very few flaws. The kid puts literally everything he has. You know what, what was fascinating to me, Craig? I, I don't think I used this in the story I wrote on Davis yesterday, but it's a great quote. I, I said something about um, you know, staying ready or being ready. And he goes, I don't really believe in having to get ready. I just try to stay ready all the time. Huh. I'm like, Wow. Okay, <laughs> that's that's kind of the mindset that he has. Like, he he didn't really stop playing from college to Florida Complex League to High A Greensboro, and he's probably not going to stop playing from High A Greensboro to to Altoona to wherever the heck he goes. Um, so I I just I like this kid. I like his makeup. He's on a what a home run every other game pace right now. Three home runs in six games. Let's see if he can keep that up for uh, maybe the rest of his career. I'd be okay with that. Now another guy that interests me is uh, Nick Gonzalez. I want to get to him in a second and when the ETA is listed for him. But before that, O'Neill Cruz is back at Double A and playing again. Do you think there's any chance we see him at the major league level before the end of this season? Yes, I absolutely do. I absolutely do. Um, I saw. The, it actually first struck me when I Persak was there this past week and tweeted a video of Cruz taking batting practice. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I mean, the, <laughs> the swing looks like it got better. Um, and then last night, you know, for anybody who didn't see it, like, I think he went three for five, three hits, all exit velos over 100. Just absolutely crushing balls. Um, so, yes, I think there's a chance they could take a look at him. Um, does he play a position? Maybe. I mean, you, you could put him somewhere. I think I, I don't think he'd be lost. He played those spots. Do you try to get him at bats as a pinch hitter? Yeah, that would that would make a lot of sense. I don't know what their schedule looks like. If they have any American League teams in September, um, I don't think so. But uh, I, I guess they have. I think like a trip to the White Sox. But in any case, like, do you want to try to get his feet wet with something? Yeah, I think that would be a good thing. Um, I talked about it this week on the podcast too. Like one of his best friends, maybe his best friend in the entire organization. Gregory Polanco. I, I don't think Polanco is going to be a pirate beyond October 2nd. 
why the heck not bring Cruz up here, get him a taste of Major League life, what it's like, have him do it with Polanco. And, and remember, Cruz does not speak a ton of English. Have him do it with Polanco, his buddy, get a little experience, get something out of Greg, uh, just allow that to sort of manifest itself. Like, yeah, he's going to start next season in AAA, but that experience could be extremely valuable for him and just see how the swing plays. Jason Mackey, our Pirates insider, joining us here on Bucko Talk. Now, Nick Gonzalez had, a, I thought, a decent but brief start to the season before he got hurt. A little bit slow after coming back from the injury, but seems to have picked it up lately. And MLB Pipeline has him listed with an ETA of 2022. As much as I thought 2024 seemed like a slow pace for Henry Davis, man, to see think we would see Nick Gonzalez up in the majors next year feels like an extremely fast track for him. Do you see a possibility of it playing out that way? I don't. I, Me I neither. Would, I would be very surprised if that happened. Um, and again, like the, the big picture point here, a lot of people ask this question, like when can you expect the Pirates to be good again? It's a lot of why I say 2023. Like you're going to start to see these guys, these prospects trickle up here. Right? Just next year to me is too soon for that to happen. And for the reasons you outlined with Gonzalez, like I think the world of Gonzalez, he's just, you know, he's right now at high A and had kind of a choppy year. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I could totally see him at Altoona next year. Maybe he gets promoted this season. That would be fine. But all the way up in the majors by 2022, or 2023, 2022. My God, these dates are killing me. Um, I just, yeah, I'm with you. That's a little aggressive. Like consistency with the swing. Um, his defense is fine. That's that's not a concern for me. Um, but you know, we've seen the power, the strikeouts kind of come and go. I'd like to see that iron out a little bit. And I mean, just, just realistically, there's a gap between high A and the major leagues, and he's got to close it. And Doing that in less than a year is a little tough. The other weird part about that for me with Gonzalez and seeing that they have him listed as 2022 with that ETA is that it feels to me like there's 16 different second base prospects between him and the major leagues and the Pirates system <laughs> right now. And Gonzalez only plays second, so unless he'd find a new position, he'd have to jump a bunch of guys or other guys would have to find new positions. And I think that's something that Pirates fans I've seen focus on a little bit, maybe too much. Like, oh, they got all these guys playing the same positions. I don't really have a whole lot of fear about that because it seems like, one, the Pirates are very willing to move these guys around, and they're also acquiring guys with a ton of versatility. Is that how you see it? Yep, and you know what else is fascinating, Craig? I, I had I had quotes of this story sitting on an old laptop that died. I don't have them <laughs> anymore, but maybe I should like um, you know backtrack and call up Nick again and talk about this. But he grew up playing center field. He is very capable of playing the outfield. And I remember at some point asking him, like, do you think you could do it? Like, if you had to play the outfield as a pro, could you handle it? And he goes, oh, absolutely. I'd have no problem with that. Um, so, like, he plays second base, but if they had to move him, they could easily move him to the outfield. I mean, he's athletic as all get out. He would be fine. Um, you know, I, I don't know if they will. I think he's a very good defensive second base. They might not need to. I like him and my over Pagaro as a double play combination. I think they're hilarious. I also think they're talented. But if they got into a situation where they had to find somewhere for somebody to play, I don't think Gonzalez would be overmatched in the outfield. All right, Jason, last question for you. Quinn Priester uh, scuffled just a little bit last night at high A, five innings, four in runs, but has an ERA of 308. Do you think he's close to moving up to double A? Because I, I thought for maybe like the last month or so that he could have been promoted, but they haven't moved him up yet. 
Yeah, I think he's close, Craig. I think he gets the double A before the season's over. Okay. Um, you know, and I I don't read too much into what happened last night. I mean, it's it's fine. I, maybe if he would have went out and gone like seven scoreless again, you you bump him up and say, you know what, you're you're just killing the competition here. Let's let's move on. But um, for Priester, it is more what he's doing between starts, what he's putting into it, how. I think he's very, very mature. I think as people have probably caught on by now, um, he he deserves the chance to test his abilities at the next level, and I think he will get that. And I think there's only so many weeks left in the minor league season. You know, he's probably going to make, I want to say, three or four more starts. I mean, I, I would think that you know, two or three of those come in Altoona, um, just because you want you want to, you want him to go into the off season seeing what that next level looks like. They've done it with them before. They did it with him in 2019. Um, I think next year he'll start in Altoona, but you give him a little taste of it. And yeah, so I expect you know probably after his next start at this point, if if then he goes up. Jason, really enjoy everything over the last few days you've been putting out on the Pirates on the Post Gazette website, the Mitch Keller piece, the Henry Davis piece, your Friday piece on the splitter that guys throw and the insight you had of throwing it yourself. Really great stuff coming out right now in the Post Gazette. Appreciate you coming on and sharing some of your insight with us here. You're the man, Craig. Always love listening to you, man. Thanks for having me. Take care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend a only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.